cash fruit. Word up. Two for fives over here, baby. Word up. Two for fives. Some niggas got garbage down the way. Word up. Cash rules everything around me. Cream it. Yeah. Check this old fly shit out. Word up. Cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on, everybody? How you guys doing? This is Sunny D, and you are now listening to the YFYI podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. Hope you're having a phenomenal week. Hope things are rolling. This is the podcast where you come to get your mind right, get your your mind in the state of business, thinking about where you're going, where you're taking your career. This is the podcast for you. This is where you tune in for that. If you already are a subscriber to the YFYI podcast, through the podcast app or the iTunes store. Thank you for being a subscriber. If you're not and you just stumbled across this, then I'm going to ask you to go ahead and hit the subscribe button. What that means is you'll get notified every time a new episode drops weekly and you'll also be able to stay in the loop on all things YFYI and not worry about missing or get caught up or do whatever you need to do. If you don't even know about YFYI, if you just stumbled upon this podcast, Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. And hopefully you find something that you can use that can propel you to the next level. So YFY, what is it? Your first year in. And this is the podcast that goes in conjunction with a book that I wrote last year, YFY, your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive but thrive. So that's the majority of our listening base are people that are in the beauty industry. And a lot of them aren't even first year. They're two year, three year. I've got people that listen that have been in 10, 15, 30 years. But they're finding that they want to reconnect to their business. And some of them, their business might be doing okay, but it's not maybe quite where they want it to be. So they're finding they're getting information, they're getting inspiration, they're getting motivation from the YFY podcast and reaching out and letting me know that it's making an impact. So I thank you for the feedback and thank you guys. New listeners, welcome aboard. Thank you for our our return listeners, our faithful listeners. And if you haven't read the YFY book or you don't have a copy or you know want to get your hands on a copy, what you can do is go to yourfirstyearin.com and order a copy there. And then I will mail it out to you personally. I will sign it. I, will, I won't lick the envelope, but I will seal the envelope and I will put it in the mail and it'll be on its way with a little message to you. So just wanted to kind of update you guys on, on what's been happening and what things are coming. It's been pretty exciting just planning some YFY stops you know, over the past, you know, couple of weeks and what we have coming in store and really, you know, been red hot and rolling on a lot of different things. Um, Rolling with the D, which is a a super sub mini kind of motivational series. It's short one to two minute videos that I release on my Facebook page. You can look for Sunny D, S-O-N-N-Y-D, and you can see those on there. I have snippets of them maybe on my Instagram, Instagram stories, Uh, but mainly we're using the Facebook page to distribute those one to two minute videos, and those are really just impromptu, just random thoughts, random tidbits, random, you know, things to get you thinking, so those are out and rolling. Uh, A couple years back, you know, I was doing a lot of those, and I had probably put out like 130. Um, You can find the playlist if you go on YouTube, or I'll put a link up uh, within 
you know, the next day or so on the Facebook page of all of those. So if you're like looking for content and you're scouring, like, where do I get those? I'll put that up. You know, this entire new series, I've been doing all of them kind of, you know, using the black and white, you know, filter for the video. So you'll see, and this is just, you know, where I'm at now because things change, right? Your things change in your life, things change in your business, things change in my life, things change in my business. So these are, you know, just ideas in, in real time on, on things that I think are really making a difference. You know, and as we watch the landscape change in our business and our lives, we have to adjust and we have to make changes. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about that today. Because, you know, when you find yourself exactly where you want to be, that's a good thing. Right? When you find yourself exactly where you want to be, that's a good thing. But also, when you find yourself exactly where you want to be, that might be a key indicator. It's time to make some adjustments. Because what happens when you find yourself exactly where you want to be? A lot of us, you know, the tendency is we start to get a little bit complacent. The tendency is we start to let our guard down. The tendency is we start to take our eye off the ball. And it's in those moments, in those those moments of, you know, took my eye off the ball, moments of I let my guard down a little bit, moments of I took my eye off the prize because I made it. It's in those moments where disaster strikes. The minute you take your eye off the prize, you might be vulnerable to a market shift or your business, you know, going, taking a turn for the worse. So keeping your eye on the prize and never becoming vulnerable is something that we need to discuss. When you look at your business as it is today, you know, evaluating and now how often you do that, you know, I suggest you're looking at it every single day, you know, especially for you guys that are just building, you're new, maybe you got a new salon or you're just building your own business, looking at that business every single day. Think about what you would do if you had a newborn, right? If you had a newborn baby or if you had a, a, a little, you know, puppy or a new, any living thing that you then were responsible for. How often would you want to check on it? How often do babies go to the doctor like all of the time, especially when they're in those beginning phases of development? And you have to kind of maintain part of that, which isn't easy to do. That's why you have to get plugged into things like the YFYI podcast. That's why you have to get plugged into things like other people's podcasts. You have to read books. You have to watch videos. You have to constantly you know, stay engaged with your own, you know, mind and what's going on so you can stay abreast of of current shifts in the market, you know, are you paying attention to business news? Do you even think like that some of that news, oh, that doesn't affect me. Maybe you're in the beauty industry so you don't think the price of oil affects you. Right? So you're not paying attention to it. Your business is humming along, it's doing great. You take your eye off of it, then the market shifts. Maybe there's a war that broke out in some country and that affects the price of oil. But then when that trickles back down, how does that work? Well, what if you have products? And what if those products are in bottles? And what if oil is used to run the machinery in the factories that make those bottles and the price of oil goes up, therefore that cost gets passed on? Every business, when their costs, they increase, they have to find a way. Like if, if prices increase, if you know business has to pay rent, if that increases... The businesses are looking for a way to pass those costs off on to the customers. So if you're thinking about oil in that same example, 
And now the business that you're in might be a beauty salon, but that beauty salon uses products or uses tools that incorporate, you know, a material and that material is manufactured in a factory that uses oil to run machines or shipping, all of those things could trickle in. And so when you really become, you know, a watcher and a keeper of a business, you have to pay attention to all those things. So I want you to be thinking like as you're looking at your business, like am I paying attention to everything, right? And you're like, well, how do I, how do I focus? And there's so many things, right? And you, you can only focus on one thing at a time. That is true, right? The mind is, is literally like not going to be able to focus on two things at a time. You know, people are all multitasking. You're not, you're actually multi-nothing. You're not multi-anything. You're doing one thing really well or you're doing a bunch of things really crappy, so when I hear people say I'm multitasking, I'm, I'm like, I know already the minute I hear that word come out of their mouth, they're probably busy not getting a lot of things done well. So you don't want to be that. You want to focus on one thing at a time, but you have to carve out what are those things. Like today, I'm really going to study the business. You know, today, I'm really going to maybe study the art. Today, I'm going to study communication. Today, I'm going to study leadership. What can I learn today about, you know, finances? What can I learn the next day about, you know, how to how to understand like, what in that example, the price of oil, how that could affect me, what manufacturing costs have shifted, what can I learn about maybe the next day inflation, then you go in, if you're an artist, I'm an artist and a business, you know, businessman as well. So I'm a little, you know, schizophrenic, I got multiple personalities, I'm artist, I'm business, I'm, you know, leader, so all of those things. So when you look at what you're studying on that day, no, you're only going to be able to focus on one thing, but what is your menu look like? Your repertoire as a small business owner, if you're a stylist or if you're an actual salon owner, doesn't matter. You work in a company, you own a company, you work for someone. And you need to think about what does you know this business or this someone need. If that someone's your customers, your guests, if that someone's your team, your employees, what do they need? How am I able to react and respond to what they need? And do I have the information that I need to be able to respond accurately, efficiently, and effectively? You know, so thinking about your business in that, what I call dimensional. So looking at, you know, not just, it's not just a linear, it's not like one line. Well, I run this department and that's all I got. You run every department. If you're an independent operator, I mean, you know, hats off to you. you you've got, you really run every department, right? You're shipping, you're receiving, your sales. You're, you know, you're everything, your HR for yourself, right? When you want to walk out in your own business, you have to handle all of that. You know, so it comes in, it comes in waves. But thinking about when I'm taking my eye off of the prize, when I start to get into that place, and this is what I want you to, the, the trigger, right? And I've experienced this in my business and opening our, our new salon. I think it's a great, you know, thing because now in Atlanta, we have a situation where it's now like new again, we have to pay attention to things that we already handled. Like we already made progress in this particular area of business. We've already solved that problem. Well, now that problem kind of resurfaces or maybe it comes up with a different, you know, face because now we're working in a new salon. You know, our two salons in Florida and then we have one in another state. So that in itself is a, is a challenge. So when you are looking at your business and you're starting to get to that sense of, Wow, I'm I'm really, you know, I'm kind of coasting. I'm I'm feeling, you know, comfortable. That's going to be a key indicator that you may need to make some changes. Because something is right around the corner that you weren't expecting. 
you know, that new product that came out that totally ate up all your market share. That new salon that just opened up that ate up all your market share. Something could be right around the corner. So complacency, that's a, that's a killer. And then making adjustments. And when you start to feel that, you know, the onset is, oh, I can breathe. And breathing is fine. But when you start to feel like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm actually not only breathing, I'm just doing, I'm doing really, really well. Then you're, you take your guard and you kind of lower it, right? And you're not anticipating, you know, another punch that you didn't see coming, come out of nowhere. And you can see this. I mean, this happens to a lot of, especially when, you know, you're, you're winning and winning and winning, then it happens. That's when it happens. So if you study, like you look at some of the championship teams, like the resilient ones that were able to do it. I mean, I, I look at, I just, you know, finished up reading uh, More Life, the book about Michael Jordan. And I mean, what they did, you know, to think about winning three championships in a row and not only doing that in one chunk, but then a couple of years later, they did it again. They went on another three championship run to do that one time. It's like unbelievable. But to do it a second time, you know, the thing about the resiliency, when you could be coasting, especially after even they won the first one, right? Won the second one. It's like, wow, we're so good. We won it another year in a row. But you know what? We are better than good. Let's, we're going to go again, win it a third year in a row. You know, so the resiliency. So having that non-complacent attitude, not thinking, well, we are the best you know, we're just going to ride this out as something I really think that great businesses, great uh, individuals, great, you know, companies, that's, that's a big part of their DNA. Because the minute they, you know, could have sat back and rest on their laurels and think, oh, we're, we made it. You know, there's no need for us to have to do any more, to prove any more. We've made it. That's the minute that left, you know, hook just came, that haymaker, Right. It just came over the top, and boom, they're laying flat on their back on the canvas as the as the the referee just one just does the count two, three, and it's all over, and that can happen. I mean, businesses are coming and going. We're watching right now. If you're paying attention to what's going on in the the business world, who would have thought that Amazon? Who, who would have thought Amazon would have purchased Whole Foods? You know, Whole Foods been around, you know, 30-something years. You know, and Amazon just purchase, purchases Whole Foods, an internet company that, that who would have thought Amazon would be Amazon besides the founder who had the vision. I mean, Jeff Bezos thought about it. But, I mean, they were a bookstore. They were, a, they were selling books. And now they're the everything store. They sell everything. And now they just bought up one of the biggest you know, grocers in the entire country. Who would have thought that would have happened? You know, and it's, it's to the credit of Amazon for being the visionary, but just to show you how quickly a game could change. So now, think about you. If you're, you know, you know a mom-and-pop grocer, a small-time grocer, or even if you're one of the bigger boys, you could be a Publix or you could be, you know, even a, even a Walmart, you know, one of the Trader Joe's, Kroger's, all of those people now are realizing, wow, we better look at our business seriously and see what we're missing because now Amazon, the king of, of Internet retail, has just bought up. With that one move, I think Whole Foods has something like 480 stores. With that one move, 
they just got a 480 store footprint on the United States and they already own the inter- internet. So now you own the internet, now you could own brick and mortar, you could own the entire retail space collectively. Not books, not clothes, not everything, also food. Are you kidding me? So if you're that other grocer, if you're that other that other business, you're scared right now. But that's a ma- that's like on a major scale, but just know that could happen. It happens small scale every single day. You know, we've seen salons come and go. I mean, our company has only been around almost eight years. We've seen salons come and go around our first location. We've seen salons come and go. And I think the test of time is our ability to constantly be thinking, what's next? Constantly be looking at our business with fresh eyes. Constantly be testing the limits of our comfort. Constantly pushing outside of our comfort. And that's what you're going to need to do too. Or else you may not get an opportunity at a second chance. You may you may get that haymaker may come over the top and you may find yourself laying flat on the canvas, looking up, seeing stars, wondering what the hell just happened. And so as you're moving in, you know, the second half of the year, whatever wherever you're at in your business, you crushed it. Maybe now is a busier time, maybe it's a slower time. I want you to think about, do I have fresh eyes? Or who do I need to bring in to have fresh eyes? Take a look at my business. See where um, see what gaps there might be that I can close or see where there might be a need I'm not addressing or see what things I might be missing because I don't want to become vulnerable to the whims of the market and get hit with an overhand and get my ass laid out. And that's what this, this message is about, just thinking, you know, adjust, adjust constantly. And if you're starting to feel like you're coasting a little, you're starting to feel a little too comfortable, getting a little fat, getting a little too happy, that's the time, folks. That's the time when it's right around the corner. So make the adjustments. Look for the opportunity. Don't rest on your laurels. Keep a fresh eyes approach so you don't become vulnerable to any situation that might come across. So I hope as you guys are going throughout, you know, you're building your business. If you're in the beginning phases or if you're, you know, a little bit more, you know, matured in your business, you've been going at it for a few. I still think of us as a baby. I mean, eight years, I mean, three locations. We're baby. We're a baby in this thing. I'm learning constantly every single day. I invite you guys to do the same, you know, and I want to see, you know, see you continue to think that way. No matter even if you're 15, 20 years, that's how you stay fresh, that's how you stay vibrant, and that's how you don't become vulnerable to situations that will come. And they will, and we know that, and we're seeing it happen every day. So with that, guys, I just wanted to you know, leave, this, leave that as a message for you. Um, thanks for all the comments that have been coming in, all the new subscribers we're getting. Remember this also, guys, if you are in that iTunes podcast app and you go in there and you see reviews, you leave a review. Leave us a nice five-star rating. Or if if you think the podcast sucks, I mean, be honest. But you leave a review, leave a rating, and then you you screenshot that. Once it gets posted, you can screenshot it. Send it to me, whether Snapchat, SunnyDEE, one underscore zero, or Instagram, SunnyD1.0, Facebook, however you want to get it to me, Facebook, whatever. 
send me a screenshot. I've got a special gift for you, and I'm trying to get as many reviews and ratings as possible so we can make this podcast, you know, one of the best podcasts of 2017 and have people find it inside the podcast store because people search. They look at featured podcasts or they search, you know, beauty or business. I want this to be one of them that comes up so the message can get out. So I just ask, that's all I ask, you guys. I'm going to keep the podcast coming. If you can show a little love on that side, that'd be awesome. And again, if you don't have a copy of YFY or if I haven't been, you know, in your school, in your city, then definitely you can go to yourfirstyearin.com. Can't wait to tell you about the um, awesome people that I met, you know, at the Paul Mitchell School Tampa, which is my home school, but I always love going there. Uh, We'll be at Paul Mitchell School Asani next month, working on some other dates for the YFYI tour. And we've got some other stuff that we're working on. That we, you know, I'll tell you guys a little bit about later. It's under wraps right now, but we're working on some big stuff. We're going to change the face of just education and preparedness, uh, getting people ready to tear it up in the salon. So that's, you know, that's at the core of everything we do, creating, you know, happy, well-trained salon professionals. That's at the core of our mission and our vision at the Salon 1.0. That's at the core of why the YFYI project started, why I wrote the book. That's at the core of why I do this podcast. It's at the core of everything. So we're working on some really cool stuff I can't wait to share with you. Just giving you a little teaser. Uh, But with that, guys, it's always been a pleasure. I thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you in advance for the awesome review you're going to write and the rating you're going to give, the YFY podcast. And until next time, guys, this has been Sunny D. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you or look forward to seeing you maybe in a school real soon. And remember, this is a podcast where you come to learn how to build that business right, learn how to build your business right once or else you will have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job, had second hands. Moms bounced on old men, so then we moved to Shaolin